Hey, Joel here. It's dining around, eating and drinking across the nation and, well, most of the time here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I have been dining at a lot of restaurants that have history over the last couple of podcasts. Uh, these restaurants that have been in business for 20 years, some of them 30 years, and always I'm looking to the new and I'm looking to the tried and true. And today I'm thrilled to be part of a restaurant experience that's only been open a short while. I was here in the first couple of weeks to experience it and I felt very fortunate to be a part of that buzz of that new thing because when it happens, when something hits, when something arrives, it's really important to be able to support it in a way and also experience it at the very beginning because you know with some of these places they're going to last forever and I think this one, well this restaurant, it really does have all together everything that will keep it alive and interesting in this South of Market neighborhood. The restaurant itself is called Dumpling Time. It's part of a, of a group of a few other restaurants as well. Um, and we're joined now by executive chef and corporate chef Edgar Agabayani. Edgar, thanks for having me at Dumpling Time. I'm very excited to have you, Joel. I'm thrilled. Listen, let's start with, with the actual restaurant beginning concept because you're not very old. You're super duper popular. Where did you begin when you and your team brought this restaurant together? So it kind of really came about with the uh, opening of uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Cash wanted to open a Chinese restaurant, okay. uh, but he kind of reverted back to the original Breakfast at Tiffany's. So then when this space became available, Cash was very excited to do fresh dumplings. Okay. And you know, through his travels through Japan and China, he's very excited to do his own take on what he perceived to be the new trend of dumplings and how it should taste like and look like. Do you and Cash and the rest of the team feel as though that's something that works here in California? Like, is that what you do? You take things and say, all right, I'm gonna make it original, but also with our, with our own bent. Yeah, we definitely, you know, took his inspiration of, you know, making protein rich, uh, you know, really thin skin dumplings, you know, not as fluffy as you would find in other Chinese restaurants. Okay. And then we added the California twist by using local ingredients and trying to, you know, look at what's available in the area, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's really important as well. What is the array of dumplings that you have? Like, do you have a number? Do you have a, like a prime number that you want to put out to the public? You know, we've started with a, a small menu so that we could really make it precise and do a great job doing it. So, you know, our, our highlights, of course, are the Shaolong Baos, our uh, Xi'an dumplings are great, people are really picking up on them, and even now with the fresh handmade noodles, people are really enjoying that. And so we're always looking to, you know, invigorate them and make new dishes every time. Well, and you're taking things that are enormously traditional, that, that people go to specific places to, to find when they travel, and you're bringing them here in a very upscale way. Yes, so that's how the kind of the Xi'an dumpling came about, very traditional filling, and then the accompaniments on top and the sauces that go with it is very different. Uh, even with the chili sauce that we have on the table, which mm -hmm. is inspired by Cash's mother, she <laughs> makes it really great. You know, it's got this nutty spiciness to it, but very subtle to where it's not overpowering. And I think that's one of the aspects of the menu that's so incredibly charming, that it is, in fact, a family affair in addition. It is. It's actually very interesting having the parents working here and then, you know, having our team working together together with Chef Doe and, you know, helping put all our dumplings together throughout the day. Um, let's go back to Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is another restaurant within the group, but certainly not dumpling time. Yes. You said that you guys decided to keep it breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, so w when he took over the space, he wanted to redevelop it, but everyone in the neighborhood felt that, you know, it was coming back and they're very excited. So mm -hmm. he kind of changed his mind and kind of just remodeled it, re you know, uh, made some changes to it and made the space uh, much more workable and approachable. I, I, I wanted to hear that because I think that that aspect of the restaurant business is fascinating. The fact that you kept a certain project going in a certain way that was familiar with the neighborhood 
And now you have Dumpling Time here, which is south of Market. It's on Division Street. It's close to Zynga and a group of other buildings. And it's such a, a newer neighborhood. And here you have this newer style, and it's really hit hard. I think the atmosphere is really great. The ambiance is very fun, and you know, it's just a fun environment, I would say. You know, we don't want to make it all stuffy and things like that. So we've got like, loud music playing, we've got you know, neon lights, we've got really cool tables, and we have a new patio. So it's very fun for people to be able to sit outside or inside. That is fun. And no reservations, so you, sometimes you have to wait a little bit, but that's okay. It's, it's not too bad, you know, if you come at the right time, or if you have a large enough party, we could always do something to take care of our, our large groups. Okay. But we try to take care of the guests as soon as possible, and you know, get them in here and get them going. Mm -hmm. I love that concept of just just eating together as a group of people, sharing a number of things. I was fortunate to be here with friends and we shared a number of items on the menu and it was always passed back and forth, let's taste this, let's taste that. And I think that flavor combination and being able to say, try this, try that. I mean, that's ordering things that I may not always order and then boom, I get to try them out. Definitely. We have, I think we have a nice, great mix. We have some steamed items, some seared items, and then, of course, we have our dumplings. Uh, and then, we, of course, we have our happy endings, which are really good. Happy endings. Yes. Those are <laughs> desserts. And, you okay. know, that's where kind of where some of the different inspiration uh, of dessert dumplings that we did with different skins and different mm -hmm. flavors on the inside. When I was here, I had a special, like it was a seasonal dumpling mix. There were, it was a rainbow of flavors, but uh, traditionally, I don't remember having very, very sweet things when it comes to Asian food. I could be wrong to, to restaurants like a dumpling restaurant. What are your fillings? What do you do with your sweet endings, so your our, happy with endings? With our sweet fillings, we have our, our egg custard filling, of course, mm -hmm. uh, very juicy and sweet egg-like. And then we have our coconut milk, which has a little bit of uh, condensed milk evaporated milk so it's a it's a green tea and milk bun what we mm -hmm. have and then we have something close to savory which we have our beet and taro and okay. taro is very you know uh, it's a tuber so it's a little bit nutty sweet coconut like also mm -hmm. uh, and then the ones that you had which we called our rainbows we had a sesame filling we had a red bean filling and we also did a salted egg for a little bit of that sweet salty uh, you know profile mm -hmm. those combinations are awesome especially when you when you think of you know nearing the end of the meal and maybe sipping a glass of wine and saying I just want one more or maybe six more together just to share. Absolutely. I eat those green tea buns all day long. <laughs> now, Edgar, I want to talk a little bit or ask you a little bit about your own history because here you are, accomplished chef, working in a new restaurant that is absolutely hot. But And you have worked with other restaurants as well. You've had your experience with, with Roy and you've had your experience um, up in Alaska as well. Where do you get your own flavor memory from? What are the, uh, describe one of the, one of the big flavor memories that you have from your own past? Actually, that started when I was very young. A lot of my family lived in a very small town, so every weekend we would have basically a large family gathering, and we would buy whole livestock. And so they would split up the whole you know, carcass, and then they'd just start cooking. And then so throughout the week, family members would bring over and trade, you know, whether they're making lumpias or noodles or just roasting large pieces of meat, you know, like a, a large hog or half a side of cattle, you know, and then, so that's where a lot of the flavors that I had. And then now as I grew up older, I just try to travel as much as possible two to three times a year to, you know, a foreign country and just really immerse myself in the markets and going to the shops and of course going to fine dining restaurants themselves. So you get the whole gambit of all the restaurants throughout every country. And it sounds like you're, 
the idea of, of having a family-style meal, of sharing among others, is very important as well. I, I think it's very important. I think that's where you kind of enjoy food is with family. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's got to eat, and it's always a good gathering to have your family members around you. So you can kind of, you know, poke fun at each other. What are you <laughs> eating? Why do you like that? You know, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. <laughs> arguing over the snout or arguing over the exactly, tail or the whatever. Exactly, the chicken feet, you know, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah, we always argued over, like, the crispy bits on the fish near there the end. Go. I'm like, come on. And yeah. it's, it's funny because you got a couple of, of fish fins and people are like, why are your family members arguing over that? And I'm like, well, we're not really arguing. We just all sure. really like it. Yeah, they're very intrigued by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it's crunchy and delicious exactly. as more. Um, as you build out the menu here at Dumpling Time, and I know, again, you've only been open a few months, uh, what's next for you as a chef looking to seasonal approach? What's the next thing you're so excited gonna do, about? So we're going to do head tours more on the vegan vegetarian side. I don't think we don't do that enough. So we'll be looking at some tofu dishes, you know, some, uh, some kale dumplings with mushrooms will be coming out soon and then we'll also be looking at uh, kind of what I call my hand puppets it's the basically the bowels with like pork belly or crispy duck filling on the inside uh -huh. uh, and then we just recently added some pork and shrimp shumais with a wonton wrapper uh, and a little bit of tobiko on top so those are our newest addition uh, can't wait to come back and try more absolutely <laughs> you're always welcome thank you so much for being a part of the dining around show today awesome thanks Joel thanks um, before I lose you completely though what when you're open what are your hours our hours are basically Monday to Sunday now uh, mm -hmm. we have our patio available. We're 11 to 2.30 and on the weekends we're 11 to 3 and then we open back up at 5 and close at 9.30. Fantastic. Thanks again, Edgar. Listen, the restaurant itself is dumpling time. Um, Edgar Agbegani, my apologies. I just okay. said that very, very quickly and completely screwed up your, your surname. Edgar Agbegani, uh, he is the corporate chef. The restaurant, again, is Dumpling Time. Uh, part of the group, they have a number of other restaurants. They have Omakase and Okani, Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, Live Sushi in two locations. But this restaurant, Dumpling Time, is Dumpling Time SF. It's located at 11 Division Street, south of Market in San Francisco. It's close to that circle, you know, the one at the end of 8th, and there's the Mercedes dealership, and there's the Zynga and all the rest of it. You can find them, though, Dumpling Time sf.com. More food, wine, and travel next time on Dining Around. Don't forget to follow me at Joel Riddell and at Dining Around on Instagram.